real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still recognize, will. Like we always do with this time. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real Only gon' recognize, still, still recognize with Like we always do with this time
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KIRP Radio Show. We are live on this Sunday, man, trying to do what we do. You guys know how it goes. Sometimes we have technical difficulties trying our best to get the show on the road. Um, WMMG, home of the KIRP Radio Show, and I definitely appreciate everybody listening to the show today. Woo! What a day, man. What a day. All I can tell you guys is I appreciate I see a lot of faithful listeners right here on the queue. I appreciate you guys for sticking in there with us. It's, it's it's getting kind of crazy, man. You know how it is when you upgrade equipment and uh, then you can't get a hold of your producer and uh, you kind of got to do things. But, you know, one one man don't stop a show, one woman don't stop a show. We got to keep it going. We got a lot of faithful people out there, a lot of faithful patriots, a lot of fighters. People are really trying to step up and, you know, take this country back. And that's the reason we do this show. We do it for you guys and we definitely do it for all everybody else out there who sit back and wait for us to do what we got to do. But anyway, y'all know how that is. But shout out to all the people I met this weekend, man. We had a we had a uh a, a couple a few beautiful meetings this weekend. We met a lot of good people, a lot of faithful people, uh, a lot of new people to network with, a lot of new people to fight with. And um, you know, it's that's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, I I had someone tell me yesterday that when you get a bunch of conservative people together, when you get a bunch of leaders together, you can't get anything accomplished. But I think once you get a bunch of leaders in one room and you get the leaders together, you've already accomplished something great. And, uh, you know, just when the leaders can network and, and talk about the things that they are set out to do and the things that they will do, I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think it's the start of something that uh, can catch fire like a wildfire. So, you know, big shout out to all you leaders out there, man, all you patriots out there. Um, you're listening to WMMG, home of the KRP radio show. We'll be a delayed broadcast on our affiliate AM networks. Thousand watch stations, folks. If you can't get it, make sure you log back on to www.kirpradioshow.com. I hope the I hope the sound is is good for you guys. It doesn't it doesn't sound the same to me as uh as normal, but, you know, and you're supposed to be upgrading equipment. I don't, I don't know what that's about, but, you know, anyway, um, as I get rid of my gum, I hope you guys can hear me smacking. You know how it is. Don't you hate smacking? That, that's that's a pet peeve of mine, by the way. I don't like smacking, you know, the, the, the smack, 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 when somebody's eating food right beside you. But anyway, um, we got a beautiful show coming up, man. We got, we got some things that's going to happen that's never happened before on KRP Radio Show. We have a very special guest this evening. She's been on the show before. Um, I'm sure all of my listeners know her, or, or most of my listeners should know her, if you guys are just listening. And, and by the way, we had 160-plus, uh, I can't remember the exact number. I'll look it up here in a second. But we had 160,000 listeners, man, since the start of the show, which was uh, October, November of last year. You know, and um, that's that's quite an accomplishment for what we're trying to do, so... You know, show yourself some love, big love for me. You know, you guys are B-I-G in my book. I got a, I got an email from one of my listeners that I don't use my catchphrase enough. So you guys are B-I-G in my book. Yeah, you know it. Thanks for the support, and I appreciate it. But like I was saying before, we, we got something that's going to happen, something monumental, something very special that's going to happen on this evening. 
And um, throughout the course of the week, I've been talking to several people and and one very special person in my book, um, a, a very special person to this world. It, it, we have um, Sonny Johnson. Um, man, her resume is 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 insane. Is is no is only there's only one way to put it. Her resume is absolutely insane. This woman has done so many things in such a short time, and uh, the sky is definitely the limit. So Sonny Johnson, aka Star, you're talking about activist, poet, lyricist, you get, um, a, a freedom fighter, motivational speaker. Listen, it's it's too many names for me to go on, but Sonny Johnson, founder of DidSheSayThat.com. Make sure you guys note that. Did she say that one word? Dot com. You want to check that site out. And you also want to check out Full Negro Dialect. If you're on Twitter and you see the pound symbol FND, you know that's her and her affiliates, which is me, myself, Kevin Daniels, and uh, my man Dom. So Dom P. Um, so Sonny's going to debut her segment of Full Negro Dialect on the KRP radio show, folks, every Sunday. She's going to bring something special. Every Sunday, she's going to bring their heat, and it's going to be something that will probably change your life. If you're the type of person that, that's waiting for something special to happen or you're, you're waiting for somebody to show you how you can get involved, Sonny's the person that can definitely show you how you can get involved and, and what's real. You know what I mean? So she's going to debut Full Negro Dialect right here on the KRP radio show a little bit later on the show. Not much longer, so I want you guys to hang in there with me. And also, if you guys have been listening to the show lately, we signed on a beautiful lady by the name of Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com. Charlotte is, is is a very exceptional person. She's a very different, a very frugal person. Um, Charlotte is going to teach you how to save your dollar. I, I mean, you got to think about the name of her show. It's called StretchingYourBudget.com. Stretching Your Budget. So she's going to also show you that segment. And if you guys have been listening now, I mean, in the, in the past few shows, um, I'm sure you've gotten some information from Charlotte. I know that I have. She's got me clipping coupons now. I don't, I'm not a coupon clipper. I don't have time to clip coupons, but that's almost a tongue twister, isn't it? But I, I found the time to clip some coupons, and, you know, she saved me eight bucks the other week and saved me money for vacation because we, we did what Charlotte said do when we went on vacation here the, the other week. And, um... You know, man, Charlotte's going to bring the pain. She's going to show you how to save some money, stretch your dollar. And uh, we definitely appreciate everything Charlotte does with WMMG and KRP Radio Show. Um, real soon, I'll be going to Mississippi. If there if there's any patrons out there from uh, the Mississippi area, I want you guys to reach out. You know the email. is kirpradio at gmail.com. Send an email. Let me know where you are. It will be a pleasure to meet you guys. We'll talk about specifics and where I'll be and whom I'll be talking to and the things I'll be talking about. But real soon, I'll be out there in Mississippi. I'm not going to say where at the current moment. Hope to make my way through Biloxi because I like blackjack. But that's besides the point. If you're from Mississippi out there, I want you guys to reach out. And, um, you know, maybe we can meet and we can talk about taking back America because that's what we stand for. That's what we talk about. You guys know this show is educational. We try to put some education out there and we talk about the terms that folks throw around the left wing, the, the, the right wing, the Marxist and liberal media. You know, we talk about it all, but we keep it real on this show. We don't hold any punches. And if you don't like it, you just don't like it. Comment, call in, say something about it. Send me letters like the, uh, what's the name of those guys? The, the, the uh, Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah. I can't forget about them. Send 
look like the Aryan Brotherhood and tell me how how bad I am and how bad I am for being righteous. So this is what we do on this show, folks. When I come back, we're going to get into it and we're going to start talking about double standards. I got a lot to say, and there's a big double standard out there. There's a lot of people, and, and I don't focus on the president very much, right? I don't focus on the president very much, but we're going to talk about double standards in all things. I want you guys to call in. I'm going to take a couple, at least a couple calls this show, and we're going to talk about some double standards in your relationships. We're going to talk about some double standards in your, in your life in general, at work, home, uh, in politics. You know, everybody has a double standard. There's a huge double standard going on right now. And as I said before, I talk, well, I'll get into that in just a minute. I go commercial, man. You're listening to WMMG, home of the KRRP radio show. If you're just logging in, make sure you log on to www.krrpradioshow.com and you can listen to the show on there. If you can't get it online, maybe you log in on your phone. 619-638-559 is the number, man. We want to hear from you, folks. Let's go. Hey, it's if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host, Act Right. My man holds it down. The purely poetic Late Night Mike poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic. Listening to WMMG, home of the KIRP radio show, baby. We are now 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you. If you want more information about KIRP radio show, hit us up online. You can visit the website at www.kirpradioshow.com. Again, that's www.kirpradioshow.com. If, if you're logging online and you're on some social sites, Make sure you hit us up and like our page on Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Add yourself to the page. You can leave a comment. You can talk about the topics, and we'll try our best to get them all and read them off on the show. And if you're also on Twitter, send us a tweet at symbol KRP Radio Show, and you can hit up the host, and that's me, that's Pudgy, at symbol NC Pudgy. Like I said, we are now over one. 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you, baby. We started out November 28, 2010, and now we're taking it through 2011 and beyond. We are the KIRP Radio Show, and if you don't know what that stands for, that's keeping it real with Pudgy, baby. 
If you want more information about emailing or you want information about advertising or you want to know where we're going to be here and there, hit us up, klrpradio at gmail.com or wmmg500 at gmail.com, and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. Like I said, it's all because of you, baby. 100,000 listeners strong, and we're going on from here. I appreciate you and one love. Yes, yes, we are back, folks, back on the air, and uh, straight from the commercial break, and uh, I got to say that I, um, whew, I think I was talking in, in um, fast forward speed just a minute ago. I'm not, I'm not real sure what the sound was like, folks. They said that um, the sound was going in and out, but we're supposedly back where we need to be right now. You listen to WMMG, home of the KRP radio show. And um, I just had a drink of water. It just calmed me down a little bit because I have a whole lot that I want to say. A whole lot of different things that's been going on in, in the news lately and a whole lot of different things that's been going on in the country. And frankly, I don't I don't believe that a lot of folks are paying attention. And um, this show, we're talking about double standards, but I don't think a lot of folks are paying attention to what's reality especially in North Carolina. You got to we we have a governor, Bet Purdue. We have a governor in North Carolina. Man, you talk about double standards. This woman once vetoed her own bill. You know, a bill that was a bill that was introduced by a party that supported. Now there are things going on in in North Carolina politics that uh, it's really going on all over the country, but a lot of things are going on in North Carolina politics that really just make me sick on the stomach. I mean, we have, I posted something on my Facebook today about the veto of uh, the, the voter ID legislation. I don't know about you guys, but to me, if you got to have your ID, folks, you got you got to have your ID for anything in this world almost that really matters legally, legally speaking. When you get pulled over for a ticket, the officer is going to ask you for your ID. If you try to go buy a bottle of wine, or or if you go to the liquor store, eighty percent of the time. Unless you, you know, you look like me, like you look like you're, uh, you're 18 years old, you know. <laughs> but seriously speaking, if, if 
80% of the times they're going to ask you for an ID because that's just what they do. That's just the legal way of operating. That's just the legal way of doing things. That's the common sense way of doing things. For some reason, the governor seems to think that and, and a, a, a large number of Democrats, I'm going to say Democrats in the whole for the large part, think that an ID isn't necessary to have to vote with. And and that that's that's been, you know, that bothers me because talking about a double standard, this woman vetoed the voter ID legislation, but she approved approved the legislation to have to have an ID to work. I don't get it. I I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what's going through her brain. I never thought the woman was qualified enough to be the governor. I just, I believe personally that she got in through what I call the straight ticket express. And that's something that really makes me throw up. Um, I probably just threw up a little bit just now in my mouth. I don't understand how this is a bad thing. Now, I do hear the argument, uh, like um, like a friend of mine, Kim, said today. She said, uh, well, a lot of people can't afford to get an ID. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of less fortunate people that can't get an ID, that can't afford or can't get to uh, the DMV or wherever they have to go to get a picture ID or driver's license or some kind of ID identification. But if you really look at the thing for what it is, I mean, look at it in a whole. You need your ID to cash checks. So if you're a person that that, that gets some form of, of food stamps or some form of uh, uh, a check. How do you operate if you don't have an ID? Personally, I think this is a cop-out, okay? Because I know, coming from where I'm from, that people will do anything possible in their power to live. They'll do anything possible to get an ID if it was something that they really wanted to do. But when it comes to voting, all of a sudden there's, there's this big... There's this big problem with having to have an ID. I don't know if y'all looked around lately, man, but we got it. It's like a swarm of foreigners in North Carolina. Not only here, Texas has the same problem. California has a problem. New York has a problem. I've been all places several times, and I can tell you there's a lot of people that don't look like us. There's a lot of people who can't speak English. This is no knock to anybody. I, I don't knock somebody wanting to come to America because, frankly, I know this is the greatest place on earth when it comes to a form of a country. Where else would you want to live? Come on, let, let's be for real. Let's be serious about it. There's a lot of people who complain in the United States about it's not this or you can't do that or the government is this or we can't, we can't go here, we can't go there. If we're on our job, we wouldn't have to worry about what the government does. We're not on our job. It should be us telling the government what they need to do for us. And it's not enough of that. I don't understand why it's just such a big deal for someone to go get an ID. We're talking about, you have, talking about the general election, you have over a year to go get an ID or to come up with a solution for you to get an ID in your possession so you can vote if that's what you care to do. If that's what you care to do. Frankly, I don't think that's the real issue. The real issue is it's a good piece of legislation. 
It was introduced by Republicans for large part. So anything that the Republicans do, their Purdue will veto. Anything that they impose, their Purdue will disagree with. Folks, we, we are dealing with something real serious here, right? If, if you look, if you look through if you look at the money situation in the United States right now, and here's here's my other double standard, right? Here's the other double standard that I'm talking about. I'm trying I'm trying to get myself together here because I got a bunch of notes. I've thrown them to the side. I got my face planted in this mic and, and my mind is racing. I'm going a million miles a minute because there's so many double standards out there. But one double standard that remains is for President Barack Obama. Let that marinate for a minute. There's a lot of people who criticize the president, and there's a lot of people who ride for the president. There's a lot of people who support the president, but why? My question is, why do you support the president and why do you disagree with the president? Are you disagreeing with his legislation? And if that's if that's the case, would you disagree with would you disagree with it if it was President Bush imposing the same legislation or doing some of the same things? Or what if the tables were turned? You see, the same people that are supporting the president aren't paying attention to what the hell the president is doing. Now, look at this right here. Never before in the United States have we seen where the military was not going to get a check. Or, or for those words to even pass out of somebody's mouth. You know what? That, that, that pissed me off, man, more than anything in this world. I can't even imagine. Why in the hell would this even be considered? The senators were still going to get paid. The president was still going to get his check, which didn't matter if he got it or not because he's on our dollar. But I don't understand how somebody could even speak the words military not get paid. I understand these are soldiers. I understand they signed up for this. I understand that they are defenders of the nation. Hell, defenders of the world are where we spread the love, the way we spread the love. But I don't understand why this was even considered, why this even came out. We never even heard of anything like this before, folks. Never in our lives. That's only one thing. And then you got Social Security checks. You, you got folks who weren't even going to get their Social Security checks. Whether they deserve them or not, folks on Social Security should get their checks right now until, until we do something about Social Security. The fact remains that we have a president that, one, wasn't going to pay the government if it came down to it. Two, wasn't going to issue our Social Security checks if it came down to it. Three, we never saw a, a government that or an administration that bailed out big business before. We've never seen anything like that before. The bailouts, take our money and give it to a company that was going to fail. If you run your damn company in the ground, pardon me, if you run your company in the ground, we should not have to save you. The American taxpayer should not have to save you. It's just not right. So the double standard is people are not paying attention to who this administration is, who this president is, and what they're doing. But they keep supporting, supporting, and supporting, and supporting. If this was President Bush, oh, my God. And I didn't vote for Bush. 
Let me just throw that out there. Okay? I didn't vote for him. But the fact remains that if this was President Bush, it would be a big deal. But because it's President Barack Obama, and I'm talking about it, people look at me sideways. Go figure that. Now, most people are conservative, and they don't even realize it. They don't even want to admit it. If you finally look up the definition, you realize that you are conservative. At a younger age, you probably are liberal. You live off your mom and pops. You live off a family member. You live in their house. You don't really know the value of money. You spend, you spend, you spend. You party, have a good time. Man, that's part of being young. It is what it is. But it should come to a point in time when you realize that that's not the way to go. And there's a lot of adults out there that are still living like they're 16, 17, even 14 years old. And it's ridiculous in America, I might add. If you go anywhere else in the world, you will clearly see that folks operate on a far different tune than what they operate in the United States. A lot of people value the things that they have abroad. We don't value the things that we have. And the double standard is we criticize them, which is a whole nother double standard. We criticize the folks that don't have in the way they live like they can help it. And they look at us as if we don't know what the hell's going on. And we don't. We don't know what's going on. We put ourselves in the situations that we're in. But today it's time to take back what's ours. If you really care about taking back what's yours, if you really care about making a difference in this world, if you really care about making a difference in the United States, now is the time, not tomorrow, and it must be done. You got to figure out how you can get in where you fit in. Everybody is not political. True that. I understand that. Okay? Everybody is not up on social issues. I understand that. I don't support abortion by any means, but that's just me. You know, that's just one of them. But there's a lot of people out there that, that do support abortion, and I ask why. I ask the same question to the people who don't support it. Why don't you support it? Is it a social issue to you? Is it, is it a religious thing to you? Is it, you know, is it, is it a fiscal thing to you? Well, you don't want the government giving these companies money to, to provide abortions? I don't. That's my biggest problem. At the end of the day, I know you do what you want to do. That's the decisions you make for yourself. But why can't we make those decisions when it comes to taking back America for what for which it stands? We get handed a raw deal, not only in, in, in North Carolina, all over the country. Folks feed us what they want to feed us and we eat it. Politicians feed us what they want to feed us and we eat it. It's no big deal. We don't worry about it. Oh, it's going to always be. It's going to. I heard a White House reporter say, oh, it'll sort itself out some way. I know deep in my heart it's going to sort itself out. How will it sort itself out when you keep digging yourself in a hole and people still and, and people still support someone like, like the president or support his policies, okay? I'm going to always support the president, no matter who he is. Support a George Bush, Junior, Senior, Bill Clinton, and the rest of the clowns, okay? I always support the position of the president and always respect the man for which he stands as a man, the same way I respect a woman. I'm not disrespectful to anybody, but the policies I don't give a darn about. I could care less about the policies that they're imposing. They're not taking care of America, and you got to ask yourself why. They are running this country in the ground. And pretty soon, pretty soon, don't be surprised if it hasn't already, don't be surprised if it changed the way that you live. 
Not even talking about the gas taxes. Not even talking about the food taxes. A lot of people can care less about taxes because they go, hey, I don't pay taxes. Like, like Kevin Johnson's, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> Kevin Daniels says, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention to taxes because they don't pay. A lot of poor people. That's a true fact. But at the end of the day, you pay gas taxes. You pay food taxes. You pay clothing taxes. You pay tax on your house. You pay taxes on your car. You pay taxes on your insurance. It affects you, folks, and you got to pay attention to learn why. You got to let the double standards go. I could care less that President Barack Obama called himself black. I don't care. Call yourself black all day long. You can call yourself white, too. I don't care. You can't support people because they look like you. There's some Shiite Muslim terrorists that look like me. You think I support them? Dark skin, light skin, brown skin, all of the above. We got to get to the point where we can stop supporting people just because of the way they look and start supporting people because they are right for all people. Going to a commercial, man. I'll be right back. I'm going to calm myself down. I need another glass of water. And uh, when we come back, we'll be right back with Charlotte, and then we're going to get back into it. We're also going to talk to Sonny Johnson. You're listening to, if you're just logging on, you're listening to WMMG, home of the K. I can't even get my words right, y'all. You, you hear me tripping over myself? I'm never like this. I'm never like this. But there's so much going on, you know? There's so many things going on. and so little people paying attention to what's going on. And I'm sick of it. It bothers me, man. It's killing me. Anyway, if you just listen to the show, man, WMMG, home of the KRRP radio show, six, let me go to a commercial, man, www.krrpradioshow.com if you're listening online. Here we go. The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundchew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. 
We're in warfare. And Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight. We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work because when they're put in place, when we govern according to those values, they work. If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself, who's pushing it? Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over. Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city, pastoring, what I saw was the Democratic Party making inner city at that time a social wasteland. Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you. We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and we stand on three basic pillars. And we don't apologize for it, but we are devoted Christians, first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the organization for you, and that's okay. We're not changing who we are. <laughs> they won't mention that vice chair. When I tell a lot of people that even, even Republicans, they say, wow, we didn't know that. They didn't know that the vice chair was North Carolina Republican Party. This black man named Dr. Timothy Jones. Timothy Jones is also the national cha chairman and founder of the Frederick Douglass Foundation. They don't mention that the KKK was a terrorist arm of the Democratic Party. They just talk about what they did to blacks, but they fail to mention, they forget that one little detail. And, they, and the other thing they won't tell you is that from 1929 to 1974, North Carolina had a genetic board. And they passed a sterilization, which they forcibly sterilized 7,600 people, some of them as young as 8 years old. They don't mention it. my glass of water. You're listening to WMMG, home with the KIRP radio show. If you're just tuning in, www.kirpradioshow.com. Log in and rock with us, baby. Listen to us and see what we can get popping. Make sure you call in and uh, get your point across, man. We want to hear from some of you folks today. If you're on Twitter, at symbol KIRP radio show is the tag. Also, at symbol NC Pudgy, that's me. You can reach me on that and, uh, you know, leave me a comment or something. Who knows what I might say on there? So don't be surprised, folks. My heart is on my sleeve. So much that I can't even hardly talk this week, but that's okay. I'll stumble my way through it and we'll get on track here in just a second. Um, if you're on Facebook, log on to facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. 
Leave us a comment on there. Add us as a friend. Make sure you like that page, folks. All 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 the all the support we can get, man, it definitely counts. And you know, we're trying to do something monumental. We are doing something monumental. And we, you know, the progress is full steam ahead. Um, also, if you're on, uh, if you got, let's see, YouTube, hit us up on the YouTube. Man, I cannot get myself together right now. <laughs> this stuff comes like second nature to me. You know what I'm saying? I do radio, I do TV. I can't get myself together right now, but that's okay because I, I, I'm shaking, I'm mad, I'm pissed off. But sometimes that's what it takes to get people involved. And uh, anyway, <laughs> if you're on YouTube, you know the tag. Look for us, KRP Radio Show, one word. We got a couple videos on there. There's a speech on there that I did on Father's Day, just a short version of it. If you want to hear the long version, hit me up. I'll get it to you. It's very long. It's very long. Or you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash KRP Radio Show, and you can hear the full speech on there. Um, right now, we're going to go over to this. This is a segment called Stretching Your Dollar. And Charlotte's going to tell you guys what you can do to stretch your dollar. Charlotte, are you there? I'm here. How are you? I'm maintaining. I'm, I'm pissed off about a lot of things. My money been spent. Your money's being spent recklessly. Charlotte, tell us how we can save some money this week. Okay. Well, this week, um, since you, in honor of you clipping your coupons, which I'm so proud of you, by the way, um, I'm going to kind of do um, just like a little intro into how to coupon. So I know a lot of you out there are trying to save money, cut back in every way possible, um, you know, loss of jobs, loss of, um, you know, that income. It's it's really becoming popular. There's, you know, this infamous show on TLC out there right now. And if I can just shed some light on that, that that's not reality. That is, you know, just for TV. So those of you that watch it, I just want to let you know. <laughs> um but if you want to start doing couponing for real and, um, you know, learn how to do it the right way, I'm going to kind of start um, letting you know on some secrets that I teach in our coupon classes and um, just kind of go over some things on how to get you started. And so probably for the next four weeks, um, we'll go over each step and um, the main goals into couponing. So you'll have to keep coming back to listen to it all. Um, but first of all, um, I just want to go over basically the main number one goal that I teach in my class. And it sounds so simple, but I always tell everybody that if you don't put every piece to the puzzle, it will not work. Um, so, you know, even though the steps that I'm giving you sound like no-brainers, if you don't put all four pieces to the puzzle, you won't succeed. So. Um, number one, we um, I like to, to tell people to use a coupon, but not only using a coupon, you want to use that coupon with an item that is on sale. Always try to like say if you're just if you're trying to like shrink in the savings. So you want to try to get the item that you're trying to buy at its lowest possible price, and then use a coupon on top of that. Um, so several things to think about when I say using a coupon. First of all, it's not going to be very beneficial for you to use, you know, just a 25-cent coupon in the store on a $5 item. You're not really going to be seeing any savings, and more than likely it's kind of a waste of your time. And that's that's like a big frustration that I have a lot of um, people that come to me with saying, 
you know, I clip a coupon, but it really doesn't seem like I'm saving a lot of money. It's kind of a waste of my time. True, when you don't do it the right way. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I always say um, when you're when you're going to use a coupon, you want to, first of all, choose a store that is going to maximize your savings. When I say that, I mean um, in our local area, there's two stores, Harris Teeter and Lowe's Foods. Those are both grocery stores that double your coupons. When I'm talking about coupons, I mean the manufacturer coupons that you get out of your Sunday paper or that you print online. Um, we have tons of resources on our website for you to print coupons. Um, our website is www.stretchingyourbudget.com, and click on the All About Coupons tab, and you'll see um, tons of resources there for you to be able to print coupons offline. But um, you want to pick a store that, that does the double coupons because they're automatically, you walking in the store, handing over a coupon, you're, they're going to automatically double your coupon for you. So basically you're making money just by using your coupons there. So that's the first thing. Um, there are stores in every area, so just because I'm mentioning the ones in North Carolina, there's tons of stores um, all over, and we do cover the stores on our website as well. So if you have questions or you're not sure, just check back. Um, but So you want to use a, a coupon that's going to double those savings for you, and you're getting your item at its lowest possible point. Now, items go on sale every six to eight weeks. Your non-perishable items, they're on a sale cycle of a six to eight-week period. So when you're going into the store to buy an item, it might be a certain price, and then in a week it might go down 50 cents, and then two weeks later it might go to its lowest price, a dollar off of its regular price. So you'll see items go on a sales cycle, but your goal is to find when it's at its lowest price, and that's when you want to jump on it and buy it. Um, so keeping those two things in mind, um, buying the item at its lowest price and using a coupon with the doubled savings. An example that I always give um, just to show that doubled savings um, is if you buy a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal, um, and it's regular price at $2.69, but you find it on sale one week for $1.69, and let's say you have a coupon that's a $0.75 cent value, and you go to a store that doubles that coupon, that becomes $1.50 off. So if your item was on sale for $1.69 and your coupon doubles up to $1.50, your final out-of-pocket for that cereal is $0.19 cents for a box of cereal versus paying Two sixty nine regular price, and you're just seventy five cent coupon that didn't double. You see how your out of pocket becomes a lot more. So, for you know our first lesson this week, where your goal this week, your homework, everybody out there, you need to go and um, check all the items that you normally buy. And I like to tell people to write down the price that they find it for a few weeks just so that you can kind of see what the lowest price is. So buy your items at their lowest price, and then you're going to try to use your coupons at a store that doubles the savings. So um, and it, you can check out all of our resources, like I said, on our website, www.stretchingyourbudget.com. We cover tons of stores. We also offer um, 
coupon savings and resources for you there. You can find us on Twitter uh, at Stretch Your Budget. That's our handle on Twitter. And you can also find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Stretching Your Budget. So that's all I have for you this week. So make sure you tune in next week to learn how to stockpile. Charlotte, what do you think I, about that, budget? I, I'm, I'm trying to get that uh, that box of cereal for free. So I need one more coupon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not for free. Maybe not for free. I think 19 cents is low enough. Well, hey, 19 cents is pretty good starting out, right? 19 cents is excellent starting out. And let me tell you, I got four kids in this house, and I'm sorry, five in total, and we eat a whole lot of cereal, man. And school's coming up, yeah. and I know how it is, so I got to save on some school supplies. Um, Let me ask you one more question, though, really quick. Okay, go ahead. Where, where is the best place to look for coupons, like, on a regular basis? I know before you said the Sunday newspaper, but is there any other place, like, during the week where you could get coupons from or, or anything new? Or, or maybe a segment on the website where we can actually find them. Yeah. Um, there's no other, like, resources as far as, like, a paper to get coupons. There is an awesome resource. It's a magazine called All You Magazine. Uh-huh. That's they can be found on the newsstand at Walmart stores only, um, or you can go online on our face, on our website. We have a um, a button on the right hand side called Click for Hope, and basically you can buy the All Me All You magazine at a 64% discount, and um, 40% of the profits go to tornado victims. So wow. that's another way that you can get it at a discount and also help people. But that magazine, if you want it right now, you can find it on the newsstands at Walmart. They have over $84 in savings every single month in that magazine. Now, and then the other resource is on our website. You can go to the All About Coupons tab across the top of our page and click on the printable coupons section, and it will take you to all the printable resources where you can print coupons all day long. <laughs> I like that. Writing it down, yep. I'm definitely going to use that, man. I hope a lot of you folks out there heard what Charlotte was saying. Make sure you go to the website, stretchingyourbudget.com. Bottom right-hand side, Charlotte? Yes, for the Click for Hope, bottom right-hand side. Click for Hopes, folks. There it is. You need to get it. Get some coupons in your life, man, and start saving the dollar. Don't be ashamed to save some money. Ain't that right, Charlotte? You can't be ashamed to save That's, some money, right? you got to be proud carrying coupons in the store. <laughs> when you walk out saving almost eighty dollars and you only spent like ten, you would be excited too. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. M- much love and respect to you, Charlotte. We will definitely hear from you during the week, and uh, we'll get back with you next Sunday. Sounds great. Talk to you later. All right. Have a blessed one. So that was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com and WMMG, home of the KRRP Radio Show. Holding it down, telling you guys how to save a little bit of money, save a little bit of the dollars in your life. Going to a quick commercial, and we're going to come back with the weather, and then we're going to go straight to Sonny Johnson and the introduction. Man, I can't even say that right. The introduction of FullNegroDialect.com. You're listening to the KIRP Radio Show.
have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Soundchew, the Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show. Got to give you guys a weather report, man, brought to you by soundchew.com out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Soundchew is one of the most prolific online websites you can ever get into so far as music is concerned. If your genre is country, R&B, hip-hop, make sure you log on to soundtrue.com. Get your music on, man. Submit one of your songs and you never know what could happen. They always have a bunch of nice gifts out there. They're doing really big things. Uh, I think they're going to be affiliated with the Country Music Awards. I'm not not really sure about that. But anyway, the weather report, we're going to start in Greensboro, North Carolina, today with a high of 82 Right now, 66 degrees is the low, sunny all day. Monday, 89 degrees, 70 low. Tuesday, 92 degrees, sunny, but thunderstorms, 80% chance. And we definitely need to bring our umbrellas, folks. You better take cover because you know how those summer storms are. Wednesday, 92 is the high, sunny during the day. Evening thunderstorms with the low of 78 degrees. Sliding over to our affiliates in WMMG, Los Angeles, 79 degrees. Today, 63 degrees right now, will be sunny all day long, all week long. Monday, 85, low of 65, Tuesday, high of 88, 65 degrees, sunny all day. Humidity will be out of this world. Wear your tank tops, folks. So you're in California, so, you know, you might not need a shirt at all. 
Wednesday, 85 degrees with the low of 66. And in Greensboro, North Carolina, where we are, Burlington, NC, Revenant. This weather report was brought to you by SoundChew.com, the most prolific music website ever online today. Now we're going to take this moment to slide over to, let, let me introduce you to this person. This this is Sonny Johnson. I don't know if you guys know who she is, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you do. Um, Fire from the Heartland, she was in that movie. Uh, Sarah Palin's Undefeated, or Steve Bannon directed um, Sarah Palin movie, Undefeated. She's in that movie. She's doing the thing. She's all over the place. This woman is very extraordinary, and she is the founder of, a full Negro dialect.com. And did she say that.com? Sonny Johnson, you are on the air. Round of applause for Sonny. Yay. Round of applause. Round of applause. Sonny, how you doing? What's up, P? How you doing? Man, I'm trying to give you your just do introduction. <laughs> That's what I'm trying Man, to do. Man, you gave me my just do introduction when you opened your show up and let your heart spill. You know how I am with that one. I know you are. I know exactly how you rock with that. Sonny, FullNegroDialect.com. Let us know what it's about before you really get into it. I Well, actually, that's where I will begin because I kind of laid a trap because I wanted to see when I came out with Full Negro Dialect and, and, and I just kept saying Full Negro Dialect. Really, no one asked me what it actually meant. You know, no, everyone just went ahead and was like, oh, and I guess everyone took the assumption that it meant, you know, like Ebonics or ghetto speak <laughs> or, you know, that that's what it meant. Right. And while it was an answer to Harry Reid's comment about, you know, light-skinned and with no Negro dialect towards Obama, Obama. Obama's yeah. acceptability, what it really meant to me was finding a language that we could talk to each other in where it doesn't cause conflict, where, like you said, we can push aside some of the double standards. And to me, full Negro dialect is talking about money. See, that, that's the basics of it, because we can disagree on just about everything except when it comes to money. Absolutely. We all want it. We all want more than we currently have. And once we get it, none of us is going to think that what we have is ever enough. You know, we're going to keep working and build on it. And I think that that is the essence of what full Negro dialect is. And I was just waiting to see if anybody would say that or even question it, but nobody questions it. So that leads me to the belief that that is what we actually believe, that if you are a Negro, that that bad language and terrible grammar is associated with you. That if wow. you say Negro dialect, that is like straight off of plantation talk. That goes more to the heart of how we look at ourselves <laughs> than anything. And that's the whole point that we um that I want to bring across with full Negro dialect. Those people who look at me and, and are like, oh, yeah, she's really doing it, or she's going places, she's this and she's that. I put one foot in front of the other. You know, and, and pray along the way, and it just so happens that God leads me where I need to be. To me, that is full Negro dialect. So we need to change not only the way 
we allow ourselves to feel when other people stereotype us, but also the way that we stereotype each other. And I hope that that's what we can do with Four Negro Dialect. Amen. Getting into this segment, Sonny, um, let us know. Well, well, I'll leave it to you, man. It's yours. The floor is yours. All right. Well, I feel like this is I, – I don't want to – I'm not going to open up the challenge this week because, first and foremost, I think that a lot of the times when we try to have these conversations with people who necessarily don't see eye to eye with us, we're asking them to kind of jump into – a pool of water that they've never been in before, you know. And it, to me, if you sit back and you actually think about it, we're asking a lot of people to not only change the entire way that they think, but to also change the entire way that they were raised, everything that they were brought up on. And what we were brought up in was an atmosphere of distrust where we distrust everyone. We distrust our parents. We distrust our teachers. We distrust the police. Hell, we distrust each other. We are in this this perpetual state of distrust. So I didn't want to come at this with the aspect that all you have to do is trust me or all you have to do is follow me or all you have to do is listen to me or, all you know, I know all the answers. I'm learning along the way. I don't know all the answers. But here's my challenge. We are killing ourselves, and it's not an easier way to say it. You know, you can talk about the deficit. You can talk about the debt. You can talk about whether our freedoms are being eroded, and these are all things that I talk about on a regular basis. But for the issue of this challenge, for the for the issue of full Negro dialect, only conversation that needs to be here is to how how to stop us from killing ourselves because that has to come first. We have to come to a place where we start looking at each other like humans again. Like if we can look at Barack Obama and respect him because he is a black man, then why aren't you giving that same respect to another black man that you cross on the street every day? And that's the place where we need to get to. <laughs> that if we can defend the politicians like Obama, then we are also not not defending those who are bad, but we can defend those who look just like us in our current situation that are standing right beside us at the moment. You know, the ones that we're scared we're not going to see tomorrow because we know how they are and what they do. Those are the ones we need to be defending, but we don't need to defend them to other people. We need to be pointing out their weaknesses and their flaws to themselves. But it has to be a step-by-step process. So tonight I would like to introduce the first part of the process before I actually interview the challenge. Would that be okay? That's absolutely fine with me. All right. So you got your um you got your please 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 keep in um keep in mind everything that you learned from Charlotte and I'm glad that you got her on the show because mm-hmm. she will be very beneficial when I lay down the challenge next week and exactly what the challenge entails. Mm-hmm. So her advice will come in very very handy once that part comes in. And I also like to throw in a little part you have grown men now going into the grocery store unashamed to pull out that EBT card. 
Don't you be ashamed to pull out no coupon. Okay? The coupon still means that you're going to be paying cash out of your pocket. The EBT card means that they took money out your check and then put it on that man's card for him to get groceries. So do not be ashamed to walk in the grocery store with your with your coupons. I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> I had to throw that in there real fast. No problem. All right. We, everybody says, oh, you had the left pushing this idea of reparations. And the fact is, in reparations, they say that blacks should get some portion of the money back that um, was built up during the, um, during the times of slavery. And that modern-day blacks should now get this money as a payback for slavery. Now, I have so many issues where I'm against that, but here's the point where I'm going to talk about it tonight. If we were to get that money, if we were to get that check, one of my favorite shows is Dave Chappelle. And he had an episode where he, um, where they handed out the reparations checks. And as soon as the black people in the neighborhood got their checks, they were out gambling. One of them bought like a cigarette truck full of cartons of cigarettes. And um, they were frivolously spending the money, to say none the least. And the whole point is, by bringing that up, what I'm trying to say is we have not prepared ourselves that even if we were to get lucky and hit the lotto or find a briefcase with a million dollars in it or work by our own nature to build and create wealth, we don't. We're not. We haven't prepared ourselves to be able to manage our own money, nor to be able to handle the success that will come along with that money. Everybody wants to be a superstar, but how would you live the day that your life was under the scrutiny of a camera every time you stepped out of the door? So that's the point where we have to start at. Expect for this week. That's the point we have to start at. We do it WHWD style. And for those who don't know, you can check out um, Full Negro Dialect on YouTube. Watch the videos there. I think, you know, um, very entertaining as well as knowledge forming. So I would suggest that you check them out and you can get a deeper in-depth of what WHWD is. But it's basically what he would do, what the hood would do, what hip-hop would do, and what history do. So I have four basic steps for this week, and just like uh, Charlotte said, if you don't do all of the steps, don't be surprised you don't get results, okay, because I think that that's what the problem is. <laughs> ask, ask so much stuff. Excuse my language. <laughs> we do stuff so halfway <laughs> that that when it fails, we're like, well, I tried when the truth is we didn't give it our all. So for this one, if you don't do all four, then you're not fitting in the WHWD. Do not be surprised that you failed. Number one is you have to, and it's what he would do, but you have to leave your past behind. This includes all the excuses that you tell yourself. So when you say it's the white man's fault, it's mama's fault, it's daddy's fault, it's the pig's fault, it's the whoever's fault, you have to leave all of that. You have to come to a point where you accept the decisions that you have made in your life and leave it there. If you can't get to this point, you will fail because you will never be able to trust someone else if you cannot forgive and first trust yourself. If you have no... um, Belief in your own convictions, 
then no one else is going to believe your convictions as well. So the first step is having the ability, what they said, the first step to solving a problem is first admitting that you have one. So that's the first step, that each one of us has a flaw, each one of us has a sin, each one of us has a vice. And we all need to find out what that vice is and then go to working on curing it. And for most of us, it's a huge problem with forgiveness and with trusting people. But that has to start inside of us and ourselves, so we have to do that first. Renew your faith in God, because I, if you're not uh, a faith person, I don't don't know what to tell you. But those of us who call yourself Christians, who, who say you walk in his light or you walk in his name, <laughs> if you're walking around with a boulder on his on your back, then you're probably not talking to God as much as you should. So take everything in your past to him, leave it with him, and say it out loud. Make a declaration of it and make sure that someone else hears it, that today is the first day of the rest of my life, that whole kind of thing. However you want to phrase it, however you do it, you have to do it and you have to say it out loud. Number two is what uh, the hood would do. After you can say it out loud to yourself, go take it to take it to your friends, take it to your family, take it to the people in your community. Now, this is this is kind of a setup, and I'm telling you this I'm telling you this ahead of time, so when it happens to you, you don't get shocked. If you go to the people who are around you right now, do not be surprised that most of them laugh at you for trying to say you want to do something better than your life. They will ridicule you. They will remind you of all the things that you've done in your past, but at this point you should have already put that part behind you. The whole reason for doing this is because you need to see if you can withstand your friends and your families mocking you before you try to take it public and have to deal with people that you don't know. If you can't stand people that you trust and that you love to um to give you a little bit of ribbon, then you're not going to be able to stand it when you hit a bump in the road. These people are around you for a purpose. Whether they're good or they're bad, they're around you for a purpose, and you need to utilize them. So you're going to figure out real fast which one of them will help you and which one of them will try to hinder you. Yeah. Keep that in mind, but at the at the current moment, realize that you're only working on yourself. And taking the ridicule from these people will give you the armor that you need to step forward and to go into step three. Each each one has to be done before if you um, want any kind of success. Then step three goes into your subject of the night uh, of the double standard. It's hypocrisy. But I want everybody to either pick out your favorite radio, um, your favorite television show, your favorite singer, your favorite album, whatever it is, whatever it is that is your favorite, culturally your favorite, pick it out, and then see what ties it all together that makes it your favorite. So if I had to pick two myself, just to give you an example, I would say my favorite would be Jay-Z and Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige, all her songs are survival songs. Whether it's in good times or it's in bad times, it's basically making your way through. With Jay-Z, it's always the philosophy of making sure that you're paying attention to what's going on around you and being able to um, to 
to give that message back out with a clever tongue. So those are the two aspects that run through both of their music that I appreciate that makes them my favorite. But that also told me that that was things that I had to work on, my survival instincts and trusting my gut to believe and know what I know and also being able to look at the situations around me and how I can um, how I can inform people about these situations and help them through these situations, but do it with a slick and clever tongue. So find your favorite artist. Find your favorite TV show. Watch the TV show. Find out what your favorite episodes are and why, because more than likely you will find a trait about yourself lodged in our culture, and that is so important to do because that will tell you what you like about our our culture, and it will also point out some of the things that you don't like. And now you can start to judge for yourself in your own mind where your double standards are, where you're being hypocritical, and attach that to your culture like we attach ourselves to so many other things in our culture because those will be the reminders that you need. So when you're having a bad day, you can hear that song, you can hear that artist, or that show is on um, TV One or whatever it is, but it will be that click to you to to remind you to get back on track, that you have something cultural that you are fighting for that you want to maintain. And then the last part, the last part is you have to dream. After you have made this um, statement out loud, after you have talked about it to your family and your friends and you've taken their abuse, because trust me, they will give you abuse. After you have located something within your culture that will be your reminder, even when you're taking the abuse, the fourth step is you have to dream, and you have to dream big. To bring up, I want to bring up the uh, Sarah Palin thing, but I'm not going to talk about the movie. I want to talk about Steve Bannon and what he did to Mm -hmm. get this movie. There was no advertising. There he didn't he didn't put it on on a whole bunch of radio shows he didn't put it on um, a whole bunch of TV shows. What he did was he took it directly to the people. He took it to the people that he knew would like Sarah Palin. He took it to the people he knew would push her, and they got on Twitter. They got on Facebook. They got in text messages. They 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 took their friends by the hands and drug and drug them to the movie theater. Everything that we want to do is in access to us if we have a computer. If we dream big and realize the things that are free, there is so much free software on a computer. There is so many um, YouTube videos that will teach you how to use this software, whereas you can go to school and pay $100,000 to get that same exact education. So, The last step is to dream big, to realize that a whole bunch of the restrictions that were once upon us have now been removed by the Internet. Whereas before, if you wanted to have a movie come out, released in the theaters, you had to go through one of the major studios. Steve Bannon got undefeated put into the um, movie theaters by going through YouTube, word of mouth, Twitter. Understand what we have now and dream big and try to figure out a way that you can utilize this current technology to make your dream 
become a part, become a reality. And in the process, pick two people. Pick someone from the past and someone from the present. Someone from the past where you can read about their life, you can read about their struggles, you can read about the things that they went through, and someone in the present where you can um, have an aspiration to meet this person, to to build yourself up to the, to a point where this person will want to meet you. When Barack Obama first ran in the election, I wasn't excited. I didn't get excited until Sarah Palin got into the race. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, I met Sarah Palin. So the whole point I'm trying to do is is if you have a person that you would like to meet because your talents meet up so much, then take that person, make that person a part of your social networking, and, and work your butt off until you can get into their network, until they know you by your name. This requires you to dream big. And this is where um, this is where we are. Everything that we're doing right now, they preach in mutual society. This is an individual thing. And and next week we're going to add a part to it that's going to, you know, hype it up a little bit more. But mm-hmm. right now, there's nothing that you can do to help America. There's nothing that you can do to help your community. There's nothing that you can do to help your family if at first you don't help yourself. yourself. When you're on the hel- when you're on the airplane and that and they giving you the directions for when that um airbag drop, you know, the little bag you breathe in, they say yeah. always put yours on first before you try to assist anyone else. Well, this is that point where all the compartments are open, the bags are dropped, and we have to start making sure we take care of ourselves, our own mental state first, because we do have a country to save. We do have a community to save. We do have families to save. But none of that gets saved if we don't start with the individual. Wow. That That's that's my whole passion, Tony, is... uh. The individual, it's 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 amazing, man, that a lot of folks will just not even pay attention to what they need in support of a whole different ideal of something that won't even support what they need. And um, that's what's happening, man, in in the country. And and since the president has run, and folks like Sarah Palin has has came about, there's a whole new movement. And and I'm afraid that there's a lot of people, and that's why I chose double standard as a topic, because there are a lot of people who aren't paying attention to that um, specifically, but they talk about it every day and don't even realize it. And that's kind of the point of this. The, kind of, the point of this is, if you notice, I didn't mention anything about politics. Because right. this is not a political, uh, this is not a political challenge. Absolutely. This is the point of you getting to know who you are. Each one of us individually getting to figure out exactly who we are, not who we're supposed to vote for. This isn't about picking a political party. This is about. Figuring out who we are, because once we figure out who we are, we will start looking at other people like they are people. You know, not like they, not like I want to fight you because you stepped on my tennis shoe. Not like, um, you know, you worked your whole life for to save up for this, or not your whole life, but you worked to save up for this car, and you finally got this car, and now I'm going to come and steal it from you and think nothing about the work that you put into it. People try to tell me that I, I have a vision for what I think the black community can be, and everyone tells me that 
I'm wrong, I'm an idealist, that it cannot happen, that it cannot be. And the main reason that they tell me is because of us. They say we're too violent. They say we're too stupid. They say we're too over-sexualized. They, you know, they can pull out a million and one things about the reasons why we can't do it. And that's kind of why I say go to your friends and your family because they're going to give you those same exact reasons why you can't do it. Yeah. Build your thick skin up then and then come and get in the fight because once you get over here, they're still going to be telling you that you can't do it. Um, my point is that if we're going to walk around and we're going to say that we're hustlers, if we're going to say that we're gangsters, if we're going to go back and talk about Africa like we, we were kings and queens in Africa, if we're going to talk like like we are the ish, then it's about time that we start putting our money where our mouth is. It's about time that we start putting our talents where our mouth is. It's about time that we start standing up up to the plate and doing some fighting for ourselves. No one is going to fight for us. No one is going to win for us. No one is going to save us. It is going to be because we decide to do it ourselves. And the only way that we can fight for all of us as a whole is if we first stop and save ourselves. So, for this week, I'm just saying, take a week. If you cannot take a week of your time and do nothing but focus on yourself, then we have a problem. You have a problem if you cannot take to focus on yourself. And maybe if you realize that you can't focus on yourself for a week, that's the perfect place that you should start. There it is, folks. Sonny Johnson, full Negro dialect. The segment on the KRP radio show. She just dropped a lot of jewels on you folks, man. If you don't know what drop a jewel is, she just gave you a whole lot of good info, a whole lot of valuable information, a whole lot of valuable ideas, a whole lot of valuable things that you can take for yourself and start with. I mean, it, it's all up to you, folks. It's, it's all up to you, man. If you can't do anything for yourself, you definitely can't help anybody else. And uh, one thing, I, one thing I think, Sonny, about what you just said is is get your thick skin up because what I've noticed, man, getting into this movement, I, I don't even call it politics. I call it movement because that's what's going on. There's a movement going on, but it needs to be more movement from people, more movement of bodies, getting out there, talking, writing letters, making phone calls, whatever you got to do, get involved, man, and find out what's going on in your communities. It's, there's not enough of that, but there's definitely enough of complaining. So one thing that, you know, that I think was very important about what you just said in your full Negro dialect, full Negro dialect segment was individuality. Take some time for yourself. Preach your message. Share your message with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers. And especially if it's positive, watch them ridicule you. You know, they're going to give you the business, man. They're going to do anything in their power because this is a this is a good and evil thing, man. They're going to do everything in their power, whether they mean to do it or not, to prevent you from making that change, to prevent you from making the movement. So I'll take one out of president. I'll take one out of the president's book. We 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 let's let's make some movement on hope and change. Let's change his ass and let's hope we do a good job of it. <laughs> <laughs> And and that's and that's that's what it and that's truly what it is. And we don't trust each other. I can understand why we don't trust each other. But next week it'll be shorter and it'll be more concise. And that's that's the point where we're going to start at next week. Is I'm going to open up the challenge next week, 
and we're going to do some some work on trusting each other. I'm not going to ask you to trust me, but there are some people close to you that you should be able to trust, and we're going to see if we can build some small networks. So that will be all next week. If um, you're on Twitter, do the hashtag, um, the hashtag of Liberalville. I'll be following all Liberalville. I'll be following all hash signs F and D's, which is full Negro dialect. And hit me up. If you want to make your testimony and you don't have nobody around, then do it via Facebook because I'm always checking my Facebook. I'll hear you. I will respond. I will check every Liberalville and I will retweet. We will build a network of individuals with special talents, and we will take back our community. And I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not running for office. I'm not going to ask you for membership. I'm not going to ask you to sign up. It, it is none of that. It is completely God gave me a mission. This is my personal mission, and I need you to come up with your personal mission. And then we're going to bundle them all. We're going to put them in the black community, and then we're going to prove every one of them haters wrong. Man, I love it, man. I love it. If you guys want to log on to the site, man, and get more information and find out more things that's going on with Sonny, hit her up on fullnegrodialect.com. Go through. There's some there's some amazing videos on there. There's some good commentary on there. Liberalville, folks, keep that in your mind. Make sure you use pound sign, number sign, whatever you want to call it, hash sign, Liberalville. She's following all of it. I'm following all of it. FND, pound sign, KRRP Radio. That's what we do, man. We're trying to pay attention to what's going on, and maybe we can connect with each other and make a big difference out there. Sonny, you got any shout-outs? Always to you, but also those people out there that's sitting on the fence where you know something wrong, but you just can't put your finger on what it is. All I can say is try something new. If you didn't try everything in the past, the absolute definition of insanity is thinking that you can keep trying the same thing and get a different result. If you know that something's wrong, but you can't put your finger on it, then try something new. That's it. Have a nice show, P. That is. Thanks, Sonny. I appreciate you calling. And to everybody out there, man, you guys know what happened when I first got involved with this stuff, when I when I, I pretty much gave up music and started doing this radio stuff because this, this is where it's at. This is what moves me. This is what feels good to my heart. I mean, I don't have a problem paying the bills. I, I work for a living. I will work two or three jobs if I have to be. Try to be a little smarter than that because, frankly, I don't have time to do anything else. I put full potential into this. Sonny puts her full heart into this. Shout out to my man Kevin Days, put his whole heart into this. But you know what they told me when I when I set out to do this? They said, they said, P, you're talking crazy, man. They said, you don't know what you're doing. And uh, that's what it was. full of old junk at least you think it's old junk how about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time well if you do make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away again that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington North Carolina 
motherfuckers will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. Warfare. And Jesus Christ is looking for warriors that are willing to fight. We need to leverage our political power and our political interests in both parties. We have the opportunity to talk about how our values work because when they <coughs> in place, when we govern according to those values, they work. If anybody is going to take on Mr. Barack Obama, it's going to be black conservatives. When you push in abortion upon a population, you ask yourself, who's pushing it? Democrats cannot win without the black vote. The Jesse Jackson era is over. Conservatism is neither white nor black. It's what's right. It's what's good. Our community is everyone. This is a kingdom of God movement. When I was in inner city pastoring, what I saw was the Democratic Party making inner city at that time a social wasteland. Maybe it's you who needs to decide that you want something different and stop waiting for a politician to hand that to you. We are serious about the mission that we have for the Frederick Douglass Foundation, and we stand on three basic pillars. And we don't apologize for it, but we are devoted Christians, first and foremost. We are proud black Americans and active Republicans. There are two issues that are facing our nation today that we don't uh, allow anybody, if they want to get our support, you are pro-life and you believe marriage is composed of one man and one woman at one time. We may not be the WMMG, home of the KRP radio show. You're just tuning in, 619-638-8559 is the number. Also hit us up on Twitter, at Symbol NC Pudgy, that's my personal KRP radio show. You want to, you know, leave a comment about the show or something, or you want to talk to the folks who tune into the show, or maybe you got a comment or something like that, I don't know. On Facebook, it's facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. And uh, also, we're on YouTube. That's youtube.com backslash, you know what it is, KRP Radio Show. And, uh, you know, you're rocking with me, man. You know, it's another Sunday. We just had Sonny Johnson come on. Shout out to her. Shout out to my man, Dr. Timothy Johnson, my man, Joel Killian out there, Wilson, North Carolina Tea Party. Wish I could have made it out there. I tried. I lost my wallet. Hate that feeling, man. It's another story. It was kind of a last-minute thing. But, you know, God don't make any mistakes because, you know, when I lost my wallet, my wife's battery died in the car and had to go rescue Princess Leia. So, um, you know, that's what happens, man. Sometimes we don't like the things that go on or in our lives. We don't like the things that happen in our lives. But it all somehow works itself out. If you believe and if you make the attempt, I think all things will work itself out. But you have to make the attempt. So shout out to my people over there at the Frederick Douglass Foundation. 
Shout out to Kevin Daniels over there, president of the North Carolina Frederick Douglass Foundation, C4GC. Shout out to them folks over there, man. Just met those folks over there this past weekend at a meeting, uh, you know, at, at a little function, you know, a meeting, a meeting of the masters, I like to call it, the masters of North Carolina Universe, man. They're awesome movers, and they're awesome shakers out there, and there are a lot of people that care about the things that some of you may not care about, and they have devoted their lives to it. Every day of their life, they're making movements. Shout out to Major Dave, some of the other folks over there that I met this weekend. And uh, you guys are, are, all of you guys, even if I didn't mean, um, bring up your name, I apologize because there were some 30, 30 or or better folks in the room, leaders in the room, masters of the of the North Carolina universe in the room. And um, I apologize if I can't remember all your names. I did have a list, but that went out the window when we had some tech problems at the beginning of the show. But, um, you know, like I said, a B.I.G. shout out to you guys. You're big in my book. You're B.I.G. in my book. And I appreciate what you guys do. Reach out to me. I'm easily accessible. You all should have the information and, you know, contact me when you want. Um, this show was supposed to be about double standards. And I kind of lost my cool because I started talking about some things that I'm passionate about. And um, just to give you a quick little rundown. It's uh, it's still about double standards. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it, we didn't go really off the page because there are, there are a lot of double standards out there that folks just won't own up to, man. I mean, it's amazing how many people believe in the in the theory or the ideal of getting rich. I mean, you know that that's one of the most largest double standards that we have out there: the the envy and the hate of the rich, but the desire to be rich. I mean, just think about that. That is, there's nothing wrong with getting money, people. There's nothing wrong with getting your money up. There's nothing wrong with being rich, as long as it's not to the demise of somebody else. You know, you're not harming anybody else. You're doing right. You're working hard. You're putting your work in and get money. I remember when uh, let let me rewind for a minute. Think about this, right? We work every day of our lives for the most part, at least five days a week. Some three days a week, some four, whatever. But you, you work for a living. You pay your bills. You spend your money on your bills. You take care of your house, your kids, or yourself, your mom, your dad, whatever you got to do with your money, but you work hard for it. Even if you waste it, you work hard for that. Now, let's say you start a business, and that business flourishes. Let's say you make you – know, I saw an invention uh, – uh, Something with bottle tops or whatever, a, a spout you can attach to a a, a Pepsi. Uh, not, a, I don't mean to say a product. I definitely don't do that. But something you attach to a, a soft drink bottle and uh, the plastic bottles. You attach it to the top, and you know it's like a spout or, or whatnot. I don't know. But let's say you invent something that happens to be an amazing invention, and and you get rich from it. You earn forty million dollars from it. Okay. And and let's say uh, there's a company in, in America that wants to invest in your invention, and they want to give you $200 million for it. Or you make $200 million in one year off this product. Now, who thinks that's a bad idea? You know, you got to ask yourself, is, is, that a bad, is that bad that a person creates a product or or they run their business to the point where they're extremely successful. I'm not talking about commodities. I'm talking about a product. I'm talking about retail. Because I do feel some way about the oil guys out there 
with the $400 million bonuses that that is affecting American citizens. So I, that's, a, that's a different story. That's a different thing. We're talking about commodities. We're talking about something that, you know, when you mention the oil business, you're talking about a, a business that can't be done without at this current time in the United States. So there's a diff, there's a kind of control there. There's, there's a difference in that industry, in that business. But I'm talking about you and I, working people who who create a product and that product sells well and then you run your business and you end up making a lot of money. I remember the president saying this, right? I don't have to pick on the president today, but he happens to be the culprit, okay? But I remember him saying, you, he said to Joe Diploma, I think somebody said that this weekend, he said, you, you made enough money, you know, you should be okay. I also remember him saying that some CEOs, uh, salary should be capped to whatever the amount was at the time. Now, that flew over my head. I didn't pay much attention to that. I think I was on my abortion thing at the moment, and, and you guys know when, when I get on that, it's, it's tunnel vision. Um, I didn't pay much attention to it, but just think about that for a second. So what the president was saying at that moment, what he was saying is that no matter how good you run your business, no matter how poor you've been, he feels that at some certain amount, you've made enough and the other money that you make should be spread out to everybody else. I don't understand how that's a positive. And and let's let's be real. The rest of America don't understand how that can be a positive either. I mean, you got to be real with yourself. You have to cut the double standards, folks. There's no way that you believe that someone should cut your salary or cut your profits from a business that you ran properly. No way in hell you believe that. Pardon me. God's still working on me, folks. So for you to support a person who believes that, and, and it's more to it than just that. So for you to support somebody who believes that or a group of individuals that believe that is ludicrous. It's absolutely unjustifiable for somebody to cut the money, cut the profits that you make from running your own business. I do not get it. How can you keep supporting the same old, same old? So people ask me this. They go, well, what can we do? Well, one thing you can do is kill that straight voter. Kill that straight voter mentality, that straight ticket express mentality. The straight ticket has gotten us a person in office who don't believe in the ID to vote, but they believe in the ID to work, to obtain a work permit. That's a double standard, folks. That's a double standard when you support the people who don't believe what you believe, but you just because they look like you or act like you or talk to you. I don't rock that. With that, I don't deal with that. That's just not a good thing to me. That's not a good look to me. I don't want anybody telling me you can only make this amount of money, and if you make more, guess what? We're gonna take it and give it to somebody else. Are you kidding me? Like poor people don't desire to be rich. Ask some of your friends who support Barack Obama or support the mentality that you can take money from the rich and give it to the poor. Ask them. Another double standard is: Have you ever made money? Have you ever made? or paid your bills 
from working from a person who can't pay their own. So I don't understand that the the I don't understand the mentality of people saying I hate the rich, I hate the rich, the rich this, the rich that. Hate the government. If you're gonna hate something, hate the government for what it stands for right now, because it doesn't stand for us anymore. They don't fight for us anymore. They don't even listen to us anymore. I've had people ask me, well, why don't why do you why do you think the government don't listen to us anymore? Because we don't talk. I've also had people that say, well, they're not gonna listen to me regardless. That's because you don't express your you don't you don't make your voice heard. You don't send them letters. You don't write, you don't make phone calls. You don't go up there. A lot of people would take that ass across the United States for a free Lil Wayne, Rihanna, Jay-Z, Justin Bieber concert, but you won't drive to Raleigh to express your, your differences with the politician that you put in office. I guarantee you right now, if we had a free concert in North Carolina, somewhere 200 miles from where you live at, on, on the, let's say on the edge of the state somewhere, far in, in the mountains somewhere, and you live in, on, 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 the, on the East Coast. And we had a free concert in, in the mountains somewhere. Pilot Mountain, let's say. Free concert for all. Jay-Z's coming. Justin Bieber will be there. Rihanna will be there. Hosted by, who knows? You know? Hosted by Jay Leno. The thing will be sold out. It will be so many people there. They'll drive from, from here and, and, and from all over the world just to come to this concert. But if it was free to North Carolinians, you, most of you guys will have your ass there. If you could get there, or you'd be carpooling and making arrangements to get there. You got to ask yourself, how much do you care about what's going on next door to you? A lot of people are on fire about Casey Anthony. A lot of people are on fire about that. And my heart goes out to you. I have kids. I'm a realist. I understand. I'm a human being. It bothers me too. I get it. I get that. But also what bothers me is what the governor's doing. What our lawmakers are doing. Shout out to the freshman this year who's been holding it down. That bothers me too. You can't turn a blind eye to one thing and then open your heart up to something else that doesn't even, with all due respect, that doesn't even matter to you or your neighbor. You got to let go of the double standards. The double standards are killing you. Double standards are ruining this country, it's ruining the state, it's ruining our cities, and we have to stop it. If you believe in something truly, if you really truly believe in something, you just got to stand for that on all cylinders. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't believe in something on one hand and then all of a sudden you, you, you don't believe in it on another hand because it don't benefit you. Double standards are killing us. If you think it's a horrible thing to be rich, stop wanting to be rich then. Continue to work on for the rest of your life. That's your business. I know it's not all about being rich, and I know all rich people aren't good, and all, but all poor people aren't good either. You can't hate somebody for the money that they've earned or the money that they have. If there's a company putting toxic waste in the, in the sewer system or or in the water, I understand that. Hate them for every dollar they made. And let's get them out of there. They should be thrown in prison for the rest of their lives. Because that's murder. But don't hate somebody because they run a legitimate good business. Are you kidding me? 
Folks, we got to think about what we're doing and think about what we're saying. There's people out there that hate capitalism. They hate the idea that you can earn money, and, it, and they hate the idea that it, it's some, – some people think it's bad to be able to earn a lot of money. Who doesn't decide to do that? Who opens a business and thinks, all oh, well, you know, I just want to do pretty decent? Who does that? Nobody does that. Be real with yourself. Nobody opens a business and goes, well, you know – as long as I make a couple dollars and I'm not working for anybody else, I'm good. That's a lie. Let's just be real. That's a lie. You're lying to yourself and you're lying to everybody else, too. And we all know it's a lie. Most of us know what's going on. There's another double standard out there. Amnesty is a double standard. Yeah, amnesty. The whole, the whole theory and the whole idea of amnesty. It's not only Mexicans that's here, illegal. There's Europeans, there's Africans, there's South Africans, there's you name it. There's a lot of people in America that shouldn't be here, that don't pay taxes, that live just like me and you or better. And I got no respect for none of them. I understand you want to leave your countries and you want to come to the greatest country in the world, America. I can dig that. I understand that, but there's a process for it. We don't need a new process. We need to protect our borders. We need to enforce the law. And we need to correct what's going on. You know, like I said to a group of people this weekend, I remember being a kid, 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, standing on a corner with my kids, throwing a football in the street. And everybody worked in my neighborhood. Tobacco worked. They, they worked in factory. Everybody worked, man. Everybody worked. Everybody worked. And it was a poor neighborhood or a working class neighborhood. I remember meeting a man from Kingston, Jamaica, standing on my corner where everybody worked with a pocket full of dope, smoking marijuana, asking me that I want to get put on. You can't tell me there's nothing wrong with amnesty. There's no way we should legalize people just for being in this country, just because they made it in this country. Take your ass to Africa and try to live and see what happens without the proper documentation. See how you like them apples. I don't know if anybody ever seen the show Locked Up Abroad, and I don't watch a lot of TV. A lot of times I'll end up finishing my work and I'll just sit down and watch TV just because I said I watched it. Just so I can say I watch TV. And, and you start flipping channels and there's a show called Locked Up Abroad. You see what happens to those people when they sell drugs in another country? Have you ever seen the time that they get for the small quantities of drugs that they have? It's not even the point of selling drugs because they got drug laws over there that they let do their thing. The point is you being an American, you being a foreigner in their country, distributing that dope, selling that devil, selling all that hate. So there's nobody that's going to convince me that amnesty is right. There's nobody that's going to convince me of the idea of letting somebody stay in this country and automatically legalizing them just because they made it here. Bet Purdue, you are dead wrong. It'd be a cold day in hell before I support that. You can believe that. Because had it not been for that Jamaican guy who didn't give a damn about the United States, who could care less about my neighborhood, there's a chance I would have never sold drugs. There's a chance I've never known what drugs were. Now, I don't believe in me. At the end of the day, you make your own decision. But you can't be swayed, especially when it comes from an adult to a child. You can't be swayed. Double standards, folks, are killing us. 
and it starts in your house, it starts with your kids, it starts with you, the decisions you make for yourself. Individuality is what we must have. We must focus, and we got to start paying attention to what's going on so we can fix it, not leave it up to some politician. They're not going to do it by themselves. Not going to do it. It's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to our neighbors. Stop being scared of letting people know what you believe. I'm sure I'll get called all sorts of names. I'm sure of it. Do I like project housing? Hell no. Don't support it whatsoever. But I do realize there's a certain amount of people who need that to come up. I don't hate the projects. I don't hate the people in the projects. I just hate for what they stand for and the harm that I know that they could do. It's not a double standard there. The double standard is the same people that live in the projects that won't get out and work and won't do anything and somehow think that I'm wrong for criticizing the fact that they get stuff for free. Section A, all I don't support none of that because you can't get ahead on it. There's a very minute percentage of people that get ahead on project housing in Section A. And you know it's true. I know it's true because I've been there and I've seen it. You cannot get ahead on it. There needs to be new legislation that needs to be introduced. And I've had, I got a plan. I've sat down and wrecked my brain and I got legislation for it, but I'll save it for a good day. When I can introduce the legislation myself, I'll never give it to a lawmaker and ask them to, to, to introduce it to someone or take a look at it because I already know the outcome. There needs to be a mentality change because let me tell you why. The same folks that live on the government's dime are the same folks that will be left behind when the government don't have a dime. And that harms my people, rich or poor. Can you imagine what's going to happen when we don't have a dime, when we don't have the budget to spend on project housing, when we don't have a dime to spend on AFDC and food stamps, and when we don't have the money to support Section 8? You know what's going to happen? You're going to be thrown out in the streets. If you can't afford to pay rent now, what's going to happen when they send you a letter and say, guess what, we're out of money? So your rent's going to go from $58 to $350. If you can barely pay $58, there's no way in hell you can pay $358. And that puts you in the street. That makes you a bum. That's why I don't like Section 8. That's why I don't like Project Housing. Because I know the ultimate outcome. You got to also ask yourself this. Anything that doesn't support you creating a better you is not good. Ask yourself the Section A and the project houses. When you sign up for that stuff, they don't want you to have a bank account more than $3,000. How in the hell is that positive? How's that good living? They don't want you to make over X amount of dollars. You make over X amount of dollars, your rent goes up. Rightfully so. But in the same breath, if you're on Section A in project housing, you're probably on it so you can get ahead. You're not going to get ahead working for $8 an hour all your life and living there. You're not going to ever own your house working for 6 or $7 an hour or whatever you're making. And then if you're on a system that won't allow you to make any more, how will you ever get ahead? How are you going to save anything? Sometimes you got to live below your means to do better and to get better and to create more. Double standards are killing us, folks. Double standards are wrecking this country. Double standards are wrecking your brain. It's taking the eye off the ball. 
the argument about black and white and Mexican and, and Hispanic and blah, 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 is taking our eye off what's really going on in this country. Our money is being spent. There's nowhere in hell you can support a president. And we never see, we never ever seen stuff like this before. You've never seen a chance where Social Security checks weren't going to get mailed out or the possibility of it happening. You've never heard of foolishness like the military might not get paid. Are you, come on, man. We never heard anything like that before. But under this administration, this is what we're hearing. This is what we're seeing. But yet, there's people out there that say they still support it. This is all I ask, man, before I close the show. This is all I ask right here. I'm just asking folks to look at the big picture, to really pay attention to what's going on, and to find out how your dollar is being affected. This is not the first time that the House and the Senate was different from the administration in terms of parties. I could care less about a political damn party. I can care less. Individuality is the key. We got attention, folks. Realize what's going on. Save your money, your money up, spend it recklessly. Put money away for a rainy day so you won't need it from anybody else, so you can get it from yourself. I understand there are folks that need a helping hand. I support that. And frankly, I think there's enough money generated in the United States for us to be able to give a helping hand to somebody when needed, but not all the time. Anyway, that's my rant, man. This has been a beautiful show. Got to give a shout-out to all my people down in Spartanburg, South Carolina. I see y'all showing me some love. Wilson NC, shout-out to Love Your Lips. Special shout-out to Joanne Wittenborn, man. Joanne, get better. You know, we're praying for you. We got we got you in our prayers. And, and I just got to say to a lot of folks out there, man, you know I've made tremendous changes in my life. I, I've been accepted Christ in my life. I'm trying my best to do what I can do. And I will always make that positive movement. Don't let my tone scare you off. I love people. I love all people. And it's not a black and white thing. It's not a racial thing. It's not a party thing. Early on when I first started this show, it was a whole lot going on with me explaining what the Republican principles are. That's because I felt like it needed to be explained to the black community because the social studies books don't talk about it. They won't tell you about Martin Luther King being a Republican and why he was. They won't tell you about the turn of events. They won't tell you about the deal that his father made with JFK to get him out of prison. The history books don't talk about that. Government schools don't teach that. You got to seek that information out. Anyway, shout out to my people at Faulkner Real Estate and uh, Faulkner's uh, Antiques. And uh, shout out to all of you out there, man, all the listeners of KRRP Radio Show. I appreciate you guys listening, man. You always show me a lot of love. Thanks for the love. All my people over there, Late Night Mike, all the people that I met this weekend and that I continue to meet, CG, I'm sorry, C4GC, shout out to you guys again. Shout out to Bart, Major Dave, all you guys out there who are, who are making an impression on the world and on on on, a, on a North Carolina. I mean, man, keep fighting a good fight, folks, man. We cannot give up. Don't ever feel like there's nothing you can do because there's always something you can do. Don't take this as an attack on you just because you're in a certain situation. I understand. I've lived in the projects. I've been poor. My grandma lived there now. She's worked all her life, 70 years old, and she still goes to work. Pay attention to what's going on, folks. Get involved with people like you, man. Talk to your neighbors. 
and, and and real quick, and, and I know I know I gotta go. I know I gotta close the show. I'm actually over. So when they delay this broadcast in L.A. Washington, you, you guys probably won't hear this part on on uh, on AM radio. And if you can even get the station, it's only a thousand watt station, so a lot of times it doesn't come through clear. So just log back on to the website krpradioshow.com. But I just want to say that this is not an attack on anybody. This is not an attack. And I just want to tell people when they ask what can you do to the folks who don't believe that they can do anything or just don't know where to start, the way you can start, and this goes out to all people, is stop walking past folks. Stop walking past the kids that got their pants sagging just because they got their pants sagging. Stop walking past the guy who looks hard or looks scary and start opening your mouth. Tattoos shouldn't sway you. Piercing shouldn't sway you. Clothes shouldn't sway you. Lifestyle shouldn't sway you. Clean and dirty shouldn't sway you. Start opening your mouth. And if you really claim Christ, start saying hello, folks. Start saying hi to the people you walk past. That can say a lot about your character, and you probably can save somebody's life just by saying hello. You never know what somebody's going through. Open your mouth. Speak to people. I speak everywhere I go. That's just a part of me. Anyway, shout out to all the listeners, man. Next week, same time, same place. We will be right back with the KRP Radio Show next Sunday, 8 p.m., man. Y'all know how we do it. I appreciate everybody listening to the show. Make sure you tune into the show next week. If you didn't catch all of the show this week, Make sure you log on next week, man, 8 p.m., same time, same place, man. KRP Radio Show, that's how we do it. I'm out. One love. Like we always do with this time.